This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Got me, Kevin Hagelin. We have... Corey Majors. I am still the IT extraordinaire that I always was before, Kevin. I just wanted to point that I rebooted Derek's uh, computer. It works now. Always good to have a backup yeah. career just in case. Yes. We have Mike Bassick with us. We have Joey Erickson, who, if we don't get our bay bit up today, is going to be mad at all of us. And joining us is Derek Holland. He will be here for the whole show. Gentlemen, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Dude, so, I am stoked to be that's here. That's not today. the energy you need yeah. right now, Derek. Yeah. Sorry. Did you inject that coffee into your veins or no? Did no, you gotta I, be I a just wrestler. started drinking. Chug it. Chug the coffee, Derek. I will not do that. Okay. All right. So what we need to do is if you're interested in bidding, 877-881-1053 for Sunday's event. Jared Sandler swinging for a cause. The Bays are sold Come out on. at the Top Golf, but you can win the KNC Bay, which will also include Taylor Hearn and Brad Leland, aka Buddy Garrity from Friday Night Lights. Minka Kelly's dad uh-huh. from that show. Yes, and I'll bring my baby out there you think if he you knows want to meet what, baby Noah. Do you think he knows what Minka Kelly's up to now? Like, uh, does he have some stories? Like, oh, she went off to college and she I got just, her degree. I talked to Jerry Sandler so last night about that, and I really asked questions like that. And he said that he does still, like, text or just. Really? Yeah, because they're friends from acting together for years. Awesome. I just want to be there when Corey is like, hey, did you think Minka Kelly had fat ankles? I didn't say fat I ankles. I yeah, you like, did. Just, I said I'm they pretty were sure you said ankles. I didn't know they are just thicker. I, and you know what? I've seen recent pictures. She, she fixed And her it. ankles are smaller. She worked on her ankles. I don't ankles. know what she did, but she, she really cleaned it, so. them up. Yeah. She had plastic surgery on her ankles. Somebody does yeah. that. I Maybe need help, did. Doc. They're just, they're too. I guarantee you, those Kardashians have plastic surgery to everything. You think so? Yeah, that's probably like a Barbie. true. Even their fingertips? Yep. Huh. What, whatever you can do to alter. <laughs> you can't feel anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't feel Okay. No. All right. So what you, I was going to say I mean. is we're losing to that. both G-Bag and Sean and RJ. All right. All right. But yeah. Bid. What's wrong bid, with you? Starting bid for our bay is $1,000. If you want to call in, 877-881-1053. The bay that is going to be the most fun. Yes. Is going to be ours. Even Derek is jealous that he's not going to directly be in our bay. Yeah, what I'm going to. I'm. I, you're. I don't know what happened. I was literally. Obviously, I do the show with you guys. I don't do it with them. So what's going on here? Why am I over there? But you know what? Mm-hmm. I'll make my way over there. Okay. I'll come say hello. So we all walk guest. around everywhere. Yes, absolutely. Just bid on our bay. Why don't you? Okay. Yeah, and I'd it. like fourteen hundred dollars just okay. to show. Sean and RJ and Bobby Belt, who the real men are up here. Okay. 
All right, 877-881-1053 if you want to call in if you're interested in bidding. Now, we are going to start with, you know what? Go ahead and fire off cut number six, why don't you? Now, the Mavericks able to overcome the scheduled loss, as Mike calls these, is... Yes, I didn't know teams could play good on back-to-back games. Yes, your takeaway from the game, your takeaway from the continued hotness of Tim Hardaway Jr. You got to ride that heater. And he, right now, I talked about him for years now, being in Texas Ranger baseball terms, our Joey Gallo is there's going to be moments where this guy is awesome and you just got to ride it. You got to make sure that you're getting him the ball in pretty good situations and he's going to be Drano for I don't know how many games in a row. Hopefully this is three now, yes. right? Yeah, and hopefully there's another at least three more games where he stays this hot. But he's going to get really cold again. Probably not as cold as he started, right? He's like, right now he's extreme hot, and to start the year he was extreme cold. You want a little bit more in the middle, but this is who he is. you got to ride the highs and deal with the lows because that's who Tim Hardaway Jr. is as a player. Another thing i got to say here is I just loved how hard the Mavericks played for 48 minutes. You'll find wins in this league if you just play that hard. And maybe, like what Jason Kidd said, we can't play that hard uh, for 82 games, and we're not going to play that hard to start the year. As you kind of build into the season and you build into hopefully your climax and and being your best at the end of the year. But I just – if they would have played like they've played all year, that's a definite L. But the way that they played, how hard they played, got them a victory. I agree with that, too. I also think a thing that stands out, too, with obviously, you talk about Timmy. Don't forget about Dorian. He did good, too. 19 points. Are you guys okay that with... That three-pointer right there. Yeah, yeah, a big three-pointer. The other thing, too, is there was a stat, and I can't remember exactly what it is, so somebody might be able to bring it up. When Lucas scores under 30 points, the Mavs are atrocious. Yes, I believe they were... That was their oh, first one of the oh year. Oh, and six? Okay, so there you go. That changes everything, too. He still had a triple-double. Now, granted, me and Mike were talking about, too, he was pretty bad those last few minutes of the game not knowing which uniform we were wearing um, and the shooting yeah but i mean that was i just thought it was a a very good game i mean you're riding a streak you know you got three games three good opponents that that stands out too i feel like maybe this is that we're turning that corner now now we're going to start seeing what we had saw last year we're starting to turn the corner and get our momentum and start playing mavs basketball again the other thing is i don't know how much stock you put in these kind of splits but that is now two road wins in a row for what was the second worst road team in the league because you won at the Garden that we talked about, and now you won at the Nuggets. They were 1-8 and eight on the road, which I think was only ahead of the Magic, and it was just bad, bad, bad. And so step in the right direction across the board. Now, what I was curious about is, because I was kind of reading about this, something from the Dallas Morning News, is... We're kind of, we're past the quarter mark of the season, rapidly approaching a third of the way through the season, is tossing out some grades for some of these players or the team in general thus far. Is it cross the board A's for Luca? Are you going A plus, A minus? Where are you at for your individualistic grade for Luca? I'll give it an A. I won't go plus 
just because I feel like there's a little bit more there. For example, things that he can improve on complaining to the refs. I don't know if that's ever going to change, but I would love for him not to complain to the refs as much. Another one is when you turn the ball over, especially late in the game, you got to get back on defense, man. Like I understand everybody makes mistakes. Everybody turns over the basketball. So there's like these little things that he can do. I think his defense has improved offensively. He's the best offensive player in the game, but I just look at just a few small things, kind of a little bit more mental and maybe a hair more hustle Right. would take him to right. 100 out of 100. With what you were just saying, too, do you ever think, because you could combine the two, him complaining to the refs causes him not to be back on defense. Oh, if for you want, sure. So, and I trust me, I love Luca. He's unbelievable, but it's the thing that sucks is you complain so much, and then you do. You get caught being at the other end of the court, and it's like, all right, now we're five on that, four. That is the number one thing that bothers me. It's more than the complaining after the foul when the ball is dead. It's And we've talked about this, and everybody's right. Luca is great, no doubt. Oh, yeah. I give him an A. But it's seeing back-to-back possessions of four-on-five because he's dragging to tell the ref why he missed the call. Like, I always wonder, what do you think is going to happen in that instance? He's going to blow the whistle and be like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to go ahead and call that foul. Even though the ball has moved down the other way, I'm going to go ahead and retroactively call that foul. Like, that's never going to happen. Have you ever watched Christian Wood? It just doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I w- I, maybe one day the, the, it'll work. All right, the day They'll that be it like, does, you know I will back off of that criticism. We, we were wrong. That really was a foul. As a matter of fact, we're going to go talk to Major League Baseball referees mm-hmm. and umpires and tell them that they're calling balls and strikes wrong. Have you ever watched how Christian Wood handles the whole referee situation? I guess I haven't, like, really focused in on that. The only reason why I could say I do it is, obviously, I am I got season tickets. I'm there. Whoa. So I see it all the time. Does he ask the refs, it. why do you think I don't he, play more in the fourth quarter? I don't know about that. Okay. One. But he legit will talk to them, and then once they, you know, say whatever it is, okay, he walks off. He's done. He doesn't spend a whole lot of time there. And I, I, I feel bad for, you know, a guy like Dinwiddie. He obviously made the comment about the ref, so... Now it's like he does have the target on his back, and he still even handles it pretty well. He'll say a few things to him, and then he just goes. He, he gets his piece. Lucas stays there too long, and all you're doing is hurting yourself, and you're putting yourself at risk of getting a technical because these riffs, the refs definitely want to give you the technical. I mean, they're not afraid to do it to Luca. What about Christian Wood? What individual grade would you give him and do you factor in some things that you believe are out of his control or do you think his lack of playing time down the stretch in certain instances is because of his control i'll give him a b he can't control if he plays the last five minutes of games or not he's not going to jason kidd is not going to do that so i i'm i'm living with it i'm okay with it i'm gonna trust jason kidd in this i'm not crazy about it but hey he can't play the last he can't put himself in that's the coach's decision but what he's doing off the bench, he's giving you instant offense almost every night. Uh, last night was he 6-7, I believe, from the field. Uh, you can't do much better than that. I get he makes defensive mistakes. He does. Other people do, too. They just don't pay for it the way that Christian Wood pays for it from the coaching staff. And I don't know all the rotations. I don't know everything that's going into why they think Christian Wood is horrible on defense. And the other guys, when they make mistakes, it was just a mistake. Uh, so I give him a B. I don't know why I can't give him an A. It's just, I guess he's not impacting as much. I thought he would be 20 and 10 and our second best player. And he's not part of it. Maybe is him. The other part of it is the coaching staff and he can't control that. But this is just, this is different. You know, I don't think anybody's ever experienced anything like 
what Jason Kidd's doing. Do you, he's like, we're 20 games in, we're learning about our team. Right. What if he's just seeing how guys handle adversity and handle be. some of this stuff early in the season? That is the hope I've clung. I, I am me too. I think that's where I kind of am. Is he's just he just he doesn't know Christian Wood, so he's like, all right, I got to figure this guy out a little bit. What makes him tick? And then maybe I'm I'm going to give it more time because I don't, that's my only option. And maybe he learns that when, this guy buckles under pressure, and I can't use him then. Maybe he learns, you know what? This guy stands up in those times. He's going to come in handy whenever it matters the most. But at he, some he point. didn't know anybody on the team last year, and they they were pretty much the same going into. Really, I mean, he didn't have Reggie like Reggie Bullock was signed, or I right. don't know. Like, do you think that's what he's doing with to to kind of contradict your statement here? Do you think that's what he's doing to Javale McGee? Javale McGee's actually going to be in the rotation. He's just now putting a 35 year old through the test of his mental, uh, you know, Olympics. Well, I thought they said. I think you said it last time, Kevin. Was he? Uh, they're they're um, waiting to use Javiel towards the end of the year. That's what Nico said. Oh, yeah, that's Nico right. That's right. Yeah, I, yeah. that's right. He wants them to I, have legs. At the I, end I of think the they could both be missing out on time for different reasons. I think Javale McGee might be a matter of, with all due respect, to Nico, and he might be right. It might be a matter of what they're seeing is they're like that's just not good enough. And I am hopeful that they're breaking Christian Wood down to rebuild him in their image because they think he could be great. However, in this moment, I'm going to give Christian Wood a B- because the buzz continues that the he, some of this is in his control. Maybe some of the off-the-court stuff be, he needs to make sure he's gelling and fitting in so with the team. you're talking like practice and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. And so I think yeah. some of it. I'm not saying it's all on him, but I'm saying maybe some of it is so B minus with obviously room to improve because the flashes we've seen, you're like, oh my God, Luke and Christian Wood together look spectacular. And you can't change your first impression. And his first impression, it sounds like, to the coaching staff and teammates might not be the best. That's not going to change. They have a negative Fair. perception about him, and it's very tough to change that in the next four to five months. It can be changed. But if there is a negative perception from the coaching staff, which, look, actions speak louder than words. There is. They don't play him in the last five minutes of basketball games. If the players feel the same way, let's just say you're Luka, Dinwiddie, major players on the team, it can change. But it is, you know, Derek, being on a team, if you get after a fourth of the season, you're like, this dude's a D, you know? Like, it's tough for that to change. You hope that it changes and you maybe try to make it change. But it is tough if your first impression is, I don't really like this. Yeah, that makes it hard I would, to to do that. But I, I was going to say, with the grading, I was going to give him a B just because I feel like he's that's fair. He's excelled big time. Because remember, he came from Houston. They always talk about sure? he comes from a losing team. Yep. And as soon as he got in here, he he kind of outshined right away. You know, we were always talking about, man, we need to get him more playing time. We need to get him this. And every time he does get the opportunity, he does come out there and 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 score for us and put up the points. I would say the thing that's kind of holding him back is we need more from him on the defensive side. Yeah. He needs to improve there big time. With the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan, just wanted to give people a reminder about swinging for a cause this weekend. The shows, they're doing a heck of a job. G-Bag, their bay is at $1,200. That's mm. really good. Yeah, but what about ours? Sean and RJ, they're doing even better. Theirs is at 1300 And, I mean, that's also really good. Yes. Good. But ours was at zero. The KNC masterpiece, it's still at zero, and then another zero, and then another zero. And in front of those three zeros, you can put a two on there. What? So oh, we are the real men. 
KNC Masterpiece Bay. Huevos Rancheros. Is yeah. now up to two thousand dollars your if face you have a oh, bid oh, oh, oh my wife doesn't want me saying oh, that I'm going is to. going to defeat that 877-881-1053 if you have a bid that you think you can do better than that for what will undoubtedly oh. be the most fun and most engaged bay during mm. the mm. swinging mm. for Excellent. cause Jim event yeah. on sunday <laughs> feel free to call in but yeah high mark right now for knc two thousand uh, uh, uh. mm. dollars <laughs> We're the KNC mm. Masterpiece right here on 105.3 right The Fan. Say it Say it. And say we're it. beating all of the other shows. No, no, right? no. You say it now. No, I'm not going to say that. Why? Because it's stupid. Coming up because next. Because he said it's stupid, you know what he just did? Snap! <laughs> you snapped me. Oh, you snapped me. Man. Coming up next. Hey, by the way, I'm requesting Steve DeBerg next year in our- uh, in Oh, our my day. God. That would Thanks, be amazing. Man. Appreciate it. Let's talk with <laughs> our Dallas Cowboys <laughs> insider. Minka Kelly. Mickey Speck. Okay, next year we'll shoot for Steve DeBerg, Derek Holland, and Minka Kelly in our yeah. bay, and it'll be incredible. Coming up next, we will talk with our Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, right here on your Champions of Bidding, 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Under eight minutes to go in the second period. Side of the net. In the blue paint. Tavares looking for it. Bunting has it. Couldn't tee it up. Eventually a shot. Score! There it is. The deep pair that has been terrific tonight. Lights the lamp. And it is a 3-0 Toronto lead. Unfortunately, there were not any positive stars highlights that we could play from that, at least offensively. Unless you appreciate, like, hustle plays and stuff. I do. Okay. Well... Find a hustle play, Joey. (laughs) That's on Joey for not finding the hustle play. 
coming out of that. So the Stars lose to the Maple Leafs four to nothing in a game that was sad for a variety of reasons. Is did you know? Toronto's good. Okay. Looked up their numbers. Joey, I'm going to try to dazzle you with a hockey fact. Did you know that this was the first game in NHL history to feature two players currently on an 18-point or longer scoring streak? I may have known that. Damn it. Leody Tavares, I heard it in the highlights. No, it's not Leody Tavares. Joey texted it to us yesterday in the group chat. What? Oh, it's the one without Kevin. Oh, man, that is hurtful. Well, <laughs> obviously, with no goals, you could figure this out. Jason Robertson's streak ended. And oh, it, it no! Also, it also ended against his brother's team. Oh. So his brother plays for the Maple Leafs, so that's probably also hurtful. And then stupid Mitch Marner, he had an assist, and so his point streak is now up to 20 straight games. How are we ever going to fix this team, man? I mean, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. We're not the Ducks. That is true. And and I'm not saying you have to fix this team. They lost. Okay. But the score was not indicative of the way they played, though. They lost, though. See, look at him. Four to zero. Look at him hyphen up the hustle plays. So when you lose, (laughs) everything's wrong. And so we need to fix the team. Okay. So you would not give credit to Matt Murray for shutting down the shot onslaught for the Stars. Well, they have like 44? Yeah. I I saw that he had the most saves above goals expected since that, like, stat's been, like, recorded. It was, like, upwards of, like, 5.6 or something. It was unreal. So, the guy played the game of his life. Corey, Mm -hmm. if we go off of RJ's numbers, we won this game (laughs) 5.6 to, honestly, 5.6 to 3, because one of those was an empty net, right? Mm -hmm. So we really won this game 5.6 to 3 on the computer. Boom. Does, <laughs> yeah, you heard it say boom. Does that I help appreciate you the boom. <laughs> that's that's impressive. I do appreciate that. But when you lose, Kevin, I mean, as we know, mm-hmm. you're not a winner. Mike said that on many occasions. What are you when you're a loser? Okay. You lose. When you lose, you're a loser. True. Okay. Stars okay. have to fix it. So basically, Kevin, it's actually a quote from Larry Bird. Okay, but I took it. Just make your shots. That's what that's what we can work on, Kevin. We can go back and say, could we have made better shots as opposed to giving the goalie credit for what he accomplished last night? Now, this is a big day for Joey because what is Joey's nickname, Corey? The Jet. The Jet. Do you know with this loss? And what Winnipeg did, Winnipeg has now moved into a tie for first place. But realistically, Winnipeg is in first place because they have two games in hand on the Stars. So Ew. do you think that Joey is super pumped about that today? Actually, I think, we didn't we change his nickname to Joey the Fan? Because basically, oh, the reason he was right. the Jet is because he played on a team mm-hmm. called the Jets. Now he's on a team called the Fan, where we are teammates with listeners as well. Did he change his Twitter handle? Oh, we got, I have not. I think we got Carter to change to his Twitter yes. handle once. <laughs> okay. Yes, you do. Do you have the blue check right now? Uh, I do not. Okay. I mean, you can just buy it. But no, <laughs> yeah. but like they take I'll it away it. if you have it, and then you change your handle. But if you don't have it and you change your handle, that's fine. So I just didn't want it to, like him to lose his blue check. Also, I mean, there are a lot of people out there that follow him, and I don't want them to be confused when they're like, who is this guy, Joey the Fan? Okay. You know? Although it really is kind of a cool bit. I like that a lot, Joey the Fan. All right, we're going to – I want to let you sort that out. We're going to talk with Mickey Spagnola in just a minute. But we were, oddly enough, talking about Peyton Manning before the show started. I've heard Did of him. you see the story 
about Randy Moss saying the reason why he didn't play with Peyton Manning is because Peyton Manning can't show up on time. I was watching the Manning cast some on the plane, and I saw Randy Moss on it, but then when they went to commercial break, I watched WWE wrestling. What were your takeaways from that? There were three girls that wrestled, and... Becky didn't wrestle, but she talked trash uh, nice. for a long time. Rhea Ripley, the gal we got the autograph of, yeah. she has like dark clothes and shorter hair. Yeah, and she okay. colors it purple some. Yes. And then there was a lady who wears a mask. Asuka. Yeah, she got pinned. And then there was a lady who might not, she's a beast. Um, and she has black lipstick and black hair. Oh, she- that, okay, that, no, that is Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's strong. All right, yeah. but you want to talk about the Manning and Randy Moss thing, I'm guessing. All right, who can't show up on time? Peyton Manning. This is interesting to me. Derek, have you ever had a problem showing up on time for stuff? Yeah. You, you Really? I, it's It's weird. Baseball related, I was always early. But if it comes to, like... You know, we got to meet somewhere or something like that. I'm usually pushing the envelope. Oh, my God. And, Kevin, you like to show up exactly on time. That's right. But, but like, I, I'm always early here. Yeah. No, you are. You absolutely are. I'm, I was be 15 minutes earlier, you're late. Like, that was the always the expression. approach to the thing was be 15 minutes early. And my reasoning, Kevin, was one time I was driving. Like, I was like, I'll right. be fine. Right. I was driving to a football game to get prepared for it in a freaking train was stopped on the tracks in front of me and I was late and therefore I was not able to perform at halftime mm. and I was furious so that's how I've lived my life ever since Peyton Manning can't show up on time no wonder he couldn't beat the uh, Patriots back in the day so Peyton Manning said he left his girlfriends at three in the morning so he could get back now his wife okay so he could get back to Knoxville in time for Randy Moss's visit but he didn't make it in time, and everybody was like, hey, Peyton Manning's driving up just to see you, and Randy Moss was like, well, yeah, if he really wants to see me, why isn't he on time? Facts. So... I like that call out. Yeah, so he did not end up going to Tennessee. He ended up going to, you know, a variety of different schools. He ended up going to Notre Dame instead, and then he transferred to Florida State, and then he ended up at Marshall which is where he thrived and had an incredible career. But could it have all changed and he could have been at Tennessee if Peyton Manning could have left a little bit earlier? Man, maybe so. Maybe he would have. Man, how awesome would that have been in college to watch those two together at that point? That would have been amazing. And then there's no way the Cowboys would have passed over him, right? Because Manning would have made sure he never got in any sort of trouble. In, uh, in college, because Peyton Manning never got in any trouble that people found out about. Uh, I mean, there was one thing that happened. We might have to talk about that a little bit more Nobody later. Nobody talks about that very much. I, they weird. don't. That, weird that weird one just kind of slides under the rug. All right, right now, brought to you by four. Built for Texas, built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir. Good rainy morning to you guys. Indeed. Did you also know that Randy Moss was originally wanting to go to Tennessee, so he could play with Peyton Manning until Peyton Manning couldn't show up on time for his recruiting visit. Oh, so he's he's got chips all over his shoulders. Man. He so, and Anthony Brown. So true. He wanted to come here. Exactly. 
And he got mad at the Cowboys, even though 20 other teams passed on him. I'm still kind of sad about that. Um, All right. So the Cowboys picked up Mackenzie Alexander to their practice squad. Is this just a, I'm assuming, since this practice squad and just a depth move? Or what are your thoughts about this? Well, we'll see, you know, where it goes. Um, You know, a lot of times when you you pick up a guy like that until you figure out, um, you know, how soon he'd be able to play, you put him on the practice squad. Uh, And then he doesn't count against your 53, right? So... Um, yeah, depth, but you know, you, you needed to, uh, you know, bring in at least another, uh, corner for practice purposes of nothing else. So yeah, uh, I, I, I think it's more of a depth move than, uh, whatever, you know, whatever else you want to read into it. Mickey, is this, I'm, I'm kind of curious about the, the, the Texans defense and how best to approach them because Stingley, who is, I think questionable still. He's been really good, like as expected. And Petrie, Jalen Petrie, has been really good as expected as well. Is this one of those games where you're like, we're just going to stick to our run, and maybe we don't just try and throw it all over the place? No, I think you do both. I, I think this team is so balanced that I don't know that you just go into a game and say all we're going to do is run because they got a really good cornerback, right? Uh, I, I, I mean – uh, teams don't come in against the Cowboys and you know see you know the secondary they have and uh, and just say well we're going to run. You saw the Colts trying to throw now it didn't work out very nope. well, did it? No, it didn't. Uh, I I just think you you adjust. I mean you see what the defense is trying to take away and then you you counter that. Uh, but yeah, I, I I mean how many games have they won? One. Yeah. How many points have they scored? I just saw this. Well, they like brought back they brought back Davis Mills, so you better watch. Better watch out. How many they points they ha- can boost that 15.7 point a game average. Wow, oh, man. 15. That's really Man, nice. who did they beat? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. You know what? I you know it was Jacksonville. Jacksonville. <laughs> right? <laughs> Mike's Trevor Lawrence team. Thanks a lot, T-Law. <laughs> That's a good one, Mike. I, I had left their stats upstairs when I ran down. No, and I it's remember. Like, oh, they beat Jacksonville. And okay. see, and I'm trying to convince Mike that tomorrow we should have a segment what threats do the Texans present? And when they have the longest losing streak of the NFL, the worst point differential, the worst record, mm-hmm. that's not going well in terms of finding a variety of things to convince Mike that this game could be a threat. Yeah, it's like, I think in games like this, you just worry about yourself, mostly, right? Yeah, you know, obviously you have a game plan and you try to pick and choose what you can do and what you shouldn't do. But again, just take care of yourself. Uh, you know, much like this last game against the Colts, had the Cowboys take care of themselves early in the game instead of basically handing them 13 points. You know, it, you would have never gotten to 21, 19 okay. going into the fourth quarter. Mickey, I'm right with you there because the one note I made that bothered me from that game is three and outs on the first offensive drive of the first and second half and how that could set a negative tone. Like, I know in the end it didn't end up mattering, but, like, those two drives specifically, the three and out to start the game and the three and out to start the second half, that that's always kind of frustrating. Well, here here's what bothered me. Uh, you go for it on fourth down in your own territory and you don't get it, right? Yeah. And then basically you handed them a field goal attempt and they made it. 
you uh, gave up, uh, what was it, a 45-yard pass down into, what, inside the 10 or wherever it was. And it, it, was, a, it was basically a one-play one touchdown because then you only had to go 10, 15 yards to score. Uh, and then you turned the ball over and gave them another field goal. So that's 13 points. Yeah. You know, that's what they got to count out because that's what happened against the Giants. They did the same thing. They handed the Giants points early, and all of a sudden they looked up, and it's like, oh, we're losing. Uh, and, and they got to quit doing that. Um, you know, Dak talked about it after the game saying, you know, we, we keep shooting ourselves in both feet. And, and, and that's and, and, and they've been good enough to overcome those against those types of teams. But a lot of times when you're playing better teams and you hand better teams points like that, you know, doing them a favor, it's, it's harder to overcome. And, and so that kind of shows you the resiliency of this team uh, against those types of teams. But you got to cut that out. Uh, you can't just keep handing team points uh, and, and think, okay, well, that's all right. And, you know, and even though we had 13 penalties, we can overcome that. And they have, but I certainly wouldn't make a regular practice of trying to do that. Appreciate it very much, good sir. We will catch you again tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. There you go. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. You the, sounded like you like just looked at your schedule and were like, oh, he is going to be on with us tomorrow. Well, like you sounded surprised. No, because what I thought was going over times on air, and oh, I was yeah. like, that feels like yeah, an off-air conversation. <laughs> so I was like, let's just cut it at tomorrow. Coming up next, we will have Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Collin. Number four and Aaron Judge next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through the fan. The high bid for our, our bay at Jared Sandler's event this weekend is $2,000. So thank you very much. If you think you can do better than that, I bet you can. 877-881-1053. That's my Corey motivation of the day. If you want to call in and you can do better than $2,000. I'd like to see you try. But right now, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Collin. All right, so I love this song here, Joey. Obviously, we're playing the Edwin Diaz, which he's not. He just he uses this as his closer no, song. No, this is Edwin Diaz playing. I wonder this. How much money would it cost to start asking artists to create your own entry song or walk-up song? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you're having to choose from, and I get it, popular songs, and, and that does help out, that when you play a popular song in the building that has energy to it, that people get excited that you're either coming up to bat. I do think it's best when you are a relief pitcher, especially one of those late-inning guys. That's when the crowd can really get into it. But I just wonder... If you could ever pay an artist. For sure. I know this is old for me, but like Carlos Santana to do some sort of like, you know, wrestling or Mel Allen to play this week in baseball. Wrestling has done that. So I'm sure sure you can. But I take wrestler songs and use them. Yeah. Let's make this happen, people. Just saying.
Big the baseball. big news of the morning, Aaron Judge signs a nine-year, $360 million contract. Obviously, that's $40 million a year. He turned down, at this time last year, seven years, $213 million. So, approximately $30 million a year. So, he made $10 more million a year and added two years to that. So, pretty unbelievable deal you, for Aaron Judge. You get to see the good and the bad of betting on yourself, right? Like, unfortunately, Joey Gallo bet on himself and it didn't work out right but Aaron Judge bets on himself and he gets 143 million dollar more did you see how that like last bit of negotiations supposedly went I saw that he was flying to San Diego he was going to choose between the Giants the Padres and the Yankees and the Yankees said kind of almost please don't do it what do you want we'll just give you what you want okay so word was circulating that the Padres would go 400 million because they lost Trey Turner exactly and then then the Yankees team thought though this is not confirmed that they thought that the Giants would eventually get to 400 million and they got on the phone with Aaron Judge and said, do you want to still be a Yankee? And he said, I do, but I need that ninth year. And they said, done. Like that, yeah. those are the, I've seen multiple rumblings that that is what happened. I do. Uh, oh, go ahead. That was me. Sorry. I also think too, the money factor plays big time when it comes to California and New York. You know, he was, I, I'm not going to say he guaranteed that it was going to be this way, but Whatever it was that they offered, so for instance, let's say San Francisco had offered 360 as well. All he had to do was tell the Yankees, if you offer this exact same deal, I will go to you guys. Because yeah. the tax bracket there, California is outrageous when it comes to that. So he's going to want to make the most money he can with his contracts. I looked this up, and I'm not. I'm still not 100% sure. I think uh, you might be better at this than I am, Kevin, is I believe you have to pay 13% more in California than any other state in the United wow. States. Wow, yeah, even that much when, more than New York? When, when you get into the highest tax bracket, yeah. California throws another 13% on you on a state tax. That I, obviously they use that. I mean, for Hollywood, they obviously have a lot of millionaires slash billionaires living in California. So that's why he did not go the direction that John Heyman sort of erroneously reported yesterday. No, that was arson. That's that John Heyman reported that arson judge appears headed to the Giants. He had to get the story out so fast he didn't spell Aaron right, and then also got the story wrong. I do that all the time. Do you? Yeah, I, I, I misspell words all the time. Yeah, but it's not in the I'm middle. I'm also not John Heyman. I was going to say, it's not in the middle of breaking inaccurate news, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah, do. That, I, Mike, how much do you think that had to do with he got information and then he was like, all right, I'm putting it out there. And then all of a sudden the Yankees were like, hey, we got to make a move. Look, and this is, I've been to the winter meetings here in Texas and they are, those reporters are working very hard talking to agents. And I say even lower agents, kind of the agents under a Scott Boris or under, a, you know, a bigger agent where they're trying to get as much information as possible to break this news because you do want to be Adrian Wojanowski. You do sure. want to be Sham Sharani. And I know that John Heyman works very hard and there's a whole bunch of other writers that are working very hard to break the story first. And so he felt like he got good enough information that it was getting close to being done and he wanted to be first. That's just the way it is. Uh, you know, ultimately he got it wrong, but I bet his information was pretty darn solid yesterday afternoon at that time. And that's the tough thing is you figure out with your source where it went wrong, decide trustworthiness going forward and all of that. But huge deal for Aaron Judge. And look, 
you couldn't have had a better season when you bet on yourself. Like, no. it's inconceivable that he could have done yeah. better, and he made a lot With, more money because of without it. Without performance-enhancing drugs, nobody's done True. this before. So, uh, it was uh, great for Aaron Judge, and I will say this, Derek. I think great for baseball. I do love this, and I think this means more in baseball than it does other sports. Now, football has it built in where you can't ever really be a free agent, so they have it built in where you can never leave your team that drafted you. But I do like when a player plays his career with that team. Albert Pujols is one of the greatest hitters of all time. I do think it would have been really cool if he would have been a Cardinal the whole time. I, I think it takes a hair away, not a lot, but it takes a hair away from your legacy when you start moving to a few different teams as your career progresses. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, that was one thing that I loved about Michael Young when he was here. It was like this dude was a true Ranger the whole time. You know, hearing his story of never being in the playoffs for 10 straight years, of being there with the Rangers, and all of a sudden we finally go. It did suck to see him go play for another team. But it's it's stories like that. Dirk, for example, the, that's one of my favorites. I mean, love the guy. He's, he's been a great role model to me. Dude played 21 years here with the yeah. Mavericks. You're not going to see stuff like that. So I think that's huge to see Arson Judge stay with the New York Yankees. <laughs> well, uh, in other big news locally. Oh, Heaney. Andrew Heaney does sign with the Texas Rangers. Two years, $25 million. Supposedly, it can get up to $37 million. There's a little bit different reports on kind of the bonus structure. Yeah, whether it's between the 30 to 37 basically. Depending on which, the bonus structure, wow. not that. Which is a lot for Andrew Heaney. I, I'm not crazy about this. I see him as the number four, five starting pitcher. And we're going to get a lot into the rotation. Yes. At what time, Kevin? 12-20. At 12:20, we're going to get into the rotation a lot, where Heaney and Odorizzi are the back two guys sure. in your rotation. Right. So the rotation is forming with Degrom, Perez, Gray, Heaney, and Odorizzi. It's pretty much locked in. I think the Rangers are I completely and totally done signing starting pitchers. They are done with that. Um, the well, Rangers, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say I do want to throw this in because I want to. I, I still want this out there. There's still a chance that the Rangers could get Rodon. It's a yeah. smaller chance now. It's probably down to like 25%, 30%, but there's still a chance. And they could they kick Odorizzi into the pen. Odorizzi did pitch in the pen last year for the Atlanta Braves. You're not paying him much either. Right, so, and you traded for him. Yeah. You didn't sign him as a big free agent. But you also want to have multiple starters too. Now, I'm not saying, like, yeah. forget about the Rodon part. I'm saying the more starters you have, you don't, know who's going to be healthy or not. Right. Injuries happen in spring training. And what time? And that's the worst. 12-20. We'll 12-20, dive into we're going to talk okay, a lot sorry, about sorry. that. I don't okay. want to give everything away and then have nothing for 12-20, Derek, okay? Oh, Come bad. on. Here's the Jeez. great news. The Rangers are way better than the Mavericks in lottery balls <laughs> because the Rangers go from number seven to number four. <laughs> Woo! The order of the draft now will be Pittsburgh- Washington Nationals, Detroit, and then Texas. It was, if there was no lottery, it was going to be Nationals, A's, Pirates, Reds. So the Rangers move into the top four. The A's go from two to six. So if you want any type of conspiracy theory, they have no stadium. They're trying to move the Las Vegas. Hold on. Are you starting this conspiracy theory? And they're theory? like, listen, we're gonna, they still get a high pick, but we're not giving them a top five pick. You guys move down to six until you can figure out your stadium situation. Rangers, you're get figuring it. it out. You go from seven to four. The Minnesota Twins make a big jump. They made the biggest jump. They had a 0.9% chance of getting number one, but they move all the way from about number 12 or 13 to number five. So that was kind of your big 
draft lottery news right there. The exci- I'm excited that they moved up. It's better to have a better asset. Do you feel like the excitement is as high, though, because people aren't like yeah, particularly familiar with who the players are? For the be. most part, everybody who was drafted last year, including Kumar Rocker, won't be in the major leagues until 2025 or 26. That's Says just you. the way it's going to go. You never it's, know. It can be fast-tracked. It can be, but now that the Rangers do have a whole bunch of starting pitchers, it might not be that Kumar Rocker is going to pitch in the next two years in the major leagues. You might actually have to pitch at a very high level that's not called the SEC to get better. Ask Jack Leiter how that went. <laughs> We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Fun. Coming up next, we will hear from Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy right here. Yes! On your home of the Cowboys and the Rangers. Appreciate that enthusiasm, Mike. 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.